Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Hello, friends. It is me, the host, Dr. Emily Rausch. I am a sports medicine chiropractor located in Boise, Idaho. I specialize in working with pole, aerial, and circus artists and treat people both in person and virtually. So if that's something that you're interested in, hit me up. Um, a few disclaimers. Well, mostly one disclaimer. I have a amazing golden retriever. His name is Samson that insists on being very close to me all the time. So there is a high chance that you will hear some random noises coming from him. It is what it is. And now on to the episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Empowered Movement podcast. Um, it is pretty early in the morning when I'm recording this. Well, early is like 8 a.m., which is early for me. Um, we, my husband and I, were in Montana for the past three days for a wedding. One of his brothers got married on Wednesday. And I mention it because I'm tired. <laughs> and I know last week my podcast was on like rest and recovery, and I have not rested or recovered. I feel like I have done the exact opposite, actually. Um, but we're super close to me being able to rest. Yay. And I know is that's like a kind of a common thing to be like, oh, after I get through X, whatever, I'll be able to do whatever like thing it is. And for me, it was like, once we get back from the wedding, I'm gonna be able to rest. And I feel like more and more as I be, like live as an adult, I realize that like that doesn't always happen unless you make it a priority. And so that has um, become like a top priority for me is that I like need to get kind of get back into prioritizing like rest recovery and to be honest, movement because with like our trip to Hawaii, um, my husband had a medical procedure the week after we got back from Hawaii and then we went to Montana for a wedding this week. My like normal routine, honestly, of everything like sleeping, eating, moving has not been consistent at all and I am feeling it and am really, really excited to get back into the flow of just things that I know I enjoy and that my my body enjoys. So I'm definitely okay with the fact that we were this busy, like I knew what was happening and we like intentionally went on all of these trips and had these things done. Um, but that doesn't mean that I am okay with like how I'm feeling. If that means like, if that makes sense. I mean, like I knew it was going to happen. I kind of knew that my routine wasn't going to be what it normally is. Um, and I had like accepted that. And now that we're on like the other side of it, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get back to like, just even like eating normal, like that is a thing. I thing that I hadn't thought would be such a have such an impact on how I'm feeling. But like driving back from Montana yesterday, and it's like a nine and a half hour drive. So we're trying to like not have it be any longer than it like absolutely needs to be. But like trying to figure out like what to eat where we're not having to like sit down and wait you know, like almost an hour to to get food and like eat it. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want anything like greasy or um, like candy, but that's really kind of your only options when you're like on a road trip. Um, if you're not being smart and planning ahead, which is what I did this time. A lot of times I'll like stop at a grocery store and like load up a cooler, but did not do that this time. So I'm very excited to have a salad today, long story short. Um, Wanted to have a quick shift into the topic of this 
um, podcast episode because it's not me just like ranting about how the month of August has been chaotic for me personally. It is about returning to pole after a break. And I know I've made a similar, I'm pretty sure I've done a similar podcast episode on like returning after an injury. And that is not the topic that I want to have this one be about. I want to talk about coming back to pole after potentially a summer break or like a longer vacation or a month where you had a lot of stuff going on. I know for a lot of people, pole is not a year-round movement practice. It is for, um, I actually would be intrigued to know the percentages. I know like the classes that I attend, they like fall off in the summer. And even the classes that I teach, like they're we're lucky if we get like enough people to justify running a class in the summer, but pretty soon, like once kids go back to school and like fall comes, I feel like people's priorities shift from their summer activities into the more like indoor activities. If you live somewhere where outdoor stuff is like pretty popular and I live in Idaho. And so outdoor stuff is like very, very popular, um, hunting, not hunting in the summer, sorry, fishing, camping, hiking, um, just like being out on the river, doing all of golfing. Like people are outside when it's like nicer out here. They're, they tend to not do their like inside movement practices as much. Um, and especially like weekends, like people tend to be gone, like traveling, doing things outside um, on the weekends, which is when I teach classes. So I'm like, I can't wait for people to be back in Boise um, during the weekend so that my classes can have um, people in them. And it's not unique to Boise. I've lived in um, quite a few different states, went to quite a few different studios, and it's like just very widely known in the pole industry that summers tend to be slower months for their studios. Um, so people are all across the, at least the Northwest part of the United States, out doing other things during the summer and not prioritizing going to pole class. But what tends to happen is that pretty soon, um, middle of August into September, people tend to start like trickling back into the pole studio. And I have some advice for people. It's similar to what would happen if you had recovered from an injury with like a little kind of like a bump up, right? Because you're not having injured tissues where you need to progressively like overload them to make sure that they're going to be able to handle the positions and um, stress that's put on your joints when your joints and muscles and everything else um, while you're returning from an injury. But when you have taken significant amounts of time off and three months is like not insignificant, but not like super significant, right? But taking the summer off, you're going to be deconditioned and that is fine. Um, I, I hesitated there because I feel like people are going to get like potentially some like feelings, some ego coming in when you, they hear that they're deconditioned. And it happens in real life too. When people return to pole classes after taking the summer off, they're like, what do you mean? I lost so much strength. I lost so much flexibility. Oh my gosh. Um, and there can be some really strong feelings that people have about it. And that's what's happening. It's like you're you're deconditioned, um, similar to any other thing. If you haven't done it for three months, you're going to struggle when you get back to doing it. And the number one tip that I would have is assume that you're going to assume you're going to be deconditioned, and then start 
at least one level down from where you ended three months ago. You may not need to stay at that level for very long, but it makes way more sense to me to kind of bump down the intensity and the challenge level for a short period of time while you like kind of reacclimate to pole dancing and the like weird positions that it puts our body in, which will give your body a time a chance and some time to like readapt to it and decrease your risk of injury. And then slowly but surely start going into the level of classes that you were in prior to your summer break. Um, So for example, if you're taking, I don't know, let's say like level three classes, or you were taking level three classes before your summer break, I would have level two be the class that you like primarily go to. And then maybe even like a level one class occasionally for the first like couple of weeks and then see how your body feels. There's no like black and white prescription for this because I don't know you and like everyone's body kind of responds differently, but it makes way more sense to me to do less, less intensity, less um, classes, less like basically just like less everything and slowly add in more classes, harder classes, different style of classes. And I'm bringing this up because that's not what most people do, right? Like they have this disconnect in their brain and their like awareness of how their body works where they're like, oh, I was taking four classes a week at the like higher levels, three, four, whatever plus level. And since I was doing that months ago, I still should be able to do it now. And then they get into class and they're like, what do you mean I can't? Why is this so hard? Why are body parts hurting? And then they, I feel like it's kind of like two pathways. They're like defeated um, or grumpy, like a lot of emotions happening, or they end up being hurt because they're that disconnect, like for kind of forces them to be blind like have some blind spots to say like they're not ready for this their ego comes in too much and they're like I used to be able to do it so I should be able to do it now and not everyone is going to end up being hurt obviously but enough people will when they do this this process and then it's like oh my gosh now we have to like recover from an injury and then work our way back up to being in that level again when really we could have just been a little bit more strategic and smart about returning to pole after a break. So that's my number one tip is ease back into it and ease back into it like way less than you you think you need to. There's always a chance for you to do more after like a couple weeks than like I posted about on Instagram last week, you can't undo things. You could always add more, but once you like cross that threshold into what your body's like capacity is not ready for, there's no undoing it. You just get to live with the consequences. And so let's not have the consequences be shitty. And like, let's be honest, we can all benefit from taking a a lower level class on a regular basis to like clean up some of the things we learned before, review some tricks that we haven't done before, just give our tissues a little bit of a break, um, meet new people. There's so many like really cool reasons to take different classes than you normally do. The second thing that I would recommend is for you to check your ego. And this can be really hard for most of us, um, myself included, but it's something that needs 
that needs to happen on a regular basis. And I think self-checking your ego as opposed to having your ego checked by like a class or an instructor or even um, potentially like a classmate when you're when you're in class is way easier to stomach than the alternative. So if you can look yourself in, you don't actually have to look in the mirror, but like look in the mirror and be like, hey, let's be realistic about where our body's like current capacity is. What have I been doing for the break? Um, and absolutely no judgment on what you chose to do for the summer. You could have been like super active doing other things besides pole dancing, or maybe you just had a really like relaxing summer and didn't do a lot of movement and like both are fine. Similar to what I said before, like we can't un we can't go back in the past, right? Like we can't time travel and like undo things. So just accept that you spent your summer doing whatever you chose to spend your summer doing. And then being able to realistically say like, okay, I have barely moved for the past like three months. So that being said, I'm going to act like I haven't taken a pole class before. And so I'm going to start with like an intro class and then see how my body feels the next day and then maybe try like a level one for a week or two and then add in some level twos and then go to more level twos for a while and then add in like a level three and kind of just like ease stepwise back into things. That is, and the, like that ego part is the, the important part that for step number two is because a lot of times humans, and I feel like it's a very human thing. And then also a, I feel like there's a lot of low key competitive competitiveness that happens in pole dancing. Um, not everyone, obviously, but enough comparison happens enough. Um, I don't know what the, I don't know if it's like envy or jealousy, but like, a lot of conversations that I have with people is like, you know, I started with a group of people in our intro class and then some people are like on level threes and other people are on level twos and I still feel like I'm not like ready to move up from level one. Like I feel like I'm behind, I'm comparing myself to my peers and I am not stacking up and that can happen when you first started or you can be pole dancing for 10 years and it can still happen. But I feel like the desire to compare yourself after you've taken a break and assigning like value to that can be a little bit too easy and where some like hurt feelings can happen and I feel like hurt feelings like we like internalize it right um can happen is if we aren't being realistic about where we are in our own journey our own like fitness level capacity currently um and it can happen like after an injury too or just like after a break or just in, honestly just in general there's definitely been sometimes personal story where I've like watched someone that I've trained with for a while be able to do something and I'm like why the fuck can't I do that like I've been doing this for longer than they have and they're like better than me and I feel like I'm behind and I feel like I am not as good as I could be like there you know there's a lot of like not productive feelings that can come up. So try to skip that as much as you possibly can. Um, obviously feel your feelings if those are feelings that you're having, but I feel like if you're able to not have those experiences, those feelings come up in the middle of a class, it can be better for most people. So doing 
some like really, really good reflecting about how you're feeling, um, either like at home or like maybe in an open studio so that you can kind of just judge where, where your current capacity is at and then make a smart decision about what like level of class, what style of class you're going to go back to would be preferred. Um, both from, yeah, like an ego feelings point and then also just from once again, an injury point. And then the third thing that I would recommend for returning to pole after taking a little bit of a break is to remember that this is supposed to be fun. And that has been a kind of a theme that I'm trying to portray more in my own training and then also in the content that I'm putting out is that, yes, we can be like super nerdy about pole dancing and apply science and um, like movement and all the different principles and all of these things. But for most of us, um, and I don't know where to put myself on this, to be honest, because I'm like, I would consider myself a recreational pole dancer, but then also my business is based in pole dancing. So I don't know if that kicks me into more of the like professional aspect. That's a kind of norm for me to figure out. But for most of us that are actual like pole training, we are doing this as a hobby and not as something that we're getting paid for. Um, where it's a like quote unquote job, right? Like, um, and I say quote unquote, because like, I feel like a lot of hobbyists can have pole dancing feel like it's a job when it's like, no, this is supposed to be what you do for fun. And you're turning this into something that it doesn't need to be like, it can be silly. It can be fun. It can be rewarding yes like it can be challenging and like the desire to like improve and push yourself and you know learn new tricks is like really great but if you are having breakdowns about um your pole skills your ego is being hurt your pole dancing is like affecting your like your family life your personal life outside of the studio um it's like becoming an obsession. And I feel like there's like a good level of obsession. And then there's like a, a bad level of obsession. Um, the good level being like, you're excited, you're like pumped, you're really like gung ho about going to, to pole class versus like, and I've been in these, these spots before where like going to class feels like a chore, training feels like a chore. Um, it doesn't feel fun. It just is kind of a like task on the to-do list like cleaning your toilets, right? And maybe there's someone that enjoys cleaning their toilets, for, but for most people, it's just like something that you have to do. And if you're a hobbyist pole dancer and pole dancing is feeling like something that you just have to do because for, I don't know, whatever reason, you've invested, you've bought classes, blah, blah, blah. Um, that is a sign to like take a pause um, and be like, okay, how can I interject fun into my hobbies again? Or like maybe... If you're listening to this and you didn't take the summer off, maybe that's a time for you to be like, maybe I need to take a little break and like have a different movement thing be what I do for a little while so that pole dancing becomes fun again because it should be fun. Um, your hobby should be fun. And if they're not, then I feel like that's something that is worth exploring and figuring out like why is the thing that I'm choosing to do with my like precious free time not enjoyable to me. And I don't have a, any tips or tricks beyond like just sitting with it and trying to figure out why it's not super fun for you anymore. And then what do you need to do to like bring the joy back into it? And I guess I could share like what, what I'm doing because I was struggling with that for a while. Um, 
pull ups and downs are very normal. Um, I would like to put put that out there. So if you're like in a a rut right now, um, completely normal. I have had a few ruts with just like um, for a while it was just like injuries were keeping me in a rut, not super exciting, and then. Um, trying to find the balance of like pole was something that I like only did for fun and then turned it into a source of um, like income and my business is centered around it. And so how do I balance like monetizing my hobby was something that I struggled with for a really long time. But what I have had to do is like book in um, like work pole sessions where it's like no I'm going to go to the pole studio and I'm going to do things that are going to help my business grow. And then I have like play fun sessions and or play pole sessions where they're like, they're just for fun. There, there's no um, expectation. There's no like checklist of things that I need to produce to, um, be able to like work for or have like content for work. It's just a like, I enjoy this and I enjoy being able to put music on really loud and try new tricks and laugh with my friends and catch up with, um, with people and, you know, like twerk in the background of my friends trying to, trying to figure out how to do a trick. Like the fun sessions are what keeps me coming back to it when it, when it, for a while, honestly, it felt a lot like work, um, like too much like work. So that has been really great for me is like really intentional play time on the pole. And then, yeah, honestly, just having the realization that like this is my hobby and my hobby should be fun and s- some mindset work around around it has been really great. It's like kind of letting go of some expectations of – I've been pole dancing for like five and a half years. I should be able to do X, Y, and Z, or I create pole content on the internet. And because I can't do X, Y, and Z trick, people aren't going to take me as seriously as they would if I could do whatever. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm, my progress is, is what it is. I'm working really hard to be able to do the tricks that I want to be able to do, but letting go of the, the need to feel like I should be able to do things um, has been really great and b- focusing on it being fun has also been really great. So that, um, yeah, is all I had for the episode today. I hope it was helpful. Um, kind of a quick summary because I, like always, I feel like I just like ramble so much, um, easing back into it, letting go of the expectation that you're going to be able to do certain skills after a break, letting go of your ego and kind of doing a, a really, just like black and white assessment of where your current capacity is. And then remembering that poll is supposed to be fun are my recommendations for those coming back to poll after the nice summer break. The only other thing that I have for this lovely episode is I am getting ready to relaunch Muggle Gym and Cross Training 101. The official start date for The group coaching program will be in September. That's actually on my to-do list of things today. Um, I'm thinking it'll be the first week of September, to be honest. I just need to like sit down and look at a calendar. But regardless of that, um, I'm doing two taster sessions for the new format of Muggle Gym. Um, We're going to be actually working out together and like discussing cross-training principles. So it's kind of a like 
lecture while you're working out. Um, will be on August 24th. There's going to be one in the morning at like 1030 uh, Mountain Time and then 530 Mountain Time on, I believe it's on Wednesday is the 24th. And I'm really excited for, for both of them. They're going to be upper body focused. They're going to be really fun and energetic. It'll be like being in a class with me just like sharing some cross training and sports medicine principles and why pole dancers should be cross training. And then very similar format for when the coaching program actually launches. It will be um, a really a really good time. I'm a, I almost spoiled a bunch of things, but I I'm gonna like make an announcement post. So um, maybe you all who listen to the podcast will get the like the first tease of what it's actually gonna be like. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, one of the downfalls of traveling, as much as I have when I'm getting ready to launch things, is I like have a giant to do list of like you have to figure this out before you start talking about it and. The details for the new Muggle Gym um, program is like top of the list. Besides my taster sessions, I have that figured out. Anywho, please join me in the taster session if you want to work out together. It's um, even if you just want to do the one taster sessions, I would love to see your faces and work out with you. And on that note, I will let y'all go. Have a great day, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.